Hello, and welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. Welcome everybody to What Moves Us. Um, I'm so excited because today we have Mo, um, who is a dear friend, another Venice lady <laughs> that I'm so excited to talk to today. Um, so Monique Paul, aka Mo, aka Mo Reps, um, grew up around the West LA area and has been training in boxing for about eight years and calisthenics for about five years. Um, Mo is a multi-passionate woman who's currently revamping her business of coaching and training individuals clients. Mo's work ethic and spirit are strong and motivate her in her pursuit of boxing professionally and making fitness her full-time pursuit. Mo is definitely a light in the community and is always willing to lend a helping hand to anybody who's willing to put in the work. So today, Mo, yay! Yes. What's up, y'all? What is up? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, you. And uh, so I have been asking folks who are coming on before we get started, um, yeah. you know, is there anything that you like to do like before you start your training, before you start an event, um, before you're, if you're feeling nervous that you like to do yeah. to kind of like ground or center? Right. So um, I grew up first with coming to some meditation. I've heard like of that meditation when I was growing up and I thought it was like kind of like it, its own little bougie thing and I never touched base on it. Started with that. And then, you know, when I first started calisthenics about, you know, the six years ago, and as I got older, and then this year, I've been able to pray more um, because mm -hmm. of my uh, relationship with Christ and Christianity. So all glory to God that I'm able to wake up with gratitude daily. Just the fact that my health is great. I get to walk on my mm -hmm. two feet. I have my hands. I got, you know, the strength that's continuing to build and progress. So all glory to him because it's just I would not be able to be who I am today um, including my mindset as well daily without him if I don't do it if I miss a day maybe that I'm like quickly on my phone or you know I get distracted to not like be able to wake up and just sit there and think of what I'm grateful for then my day goes like the opposite way so I just know this is a discipline that I have been able to um, just put into work you know daily so I'm really mm -hmm. proud of that for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So if anybody feels called to do that, take a moment, <laughs> yeah. pause this, <laughs> um, you know, right. get your gratitude going, give your yes. praise to, yes. to your God. And, um, yes. and yeah, so uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Thank you, Mo. Um, so can you tell, tell me, tell the people a little bit about yeah. yourself, your background, where you grew up, um, yeah. all that. Yeah. So what we just mentioned, I grew up in um, West LA, so pretty much like near the beach, uh, Marina, Venice, grew up in Culver City, Inglewood, and now living in South Central, so not too far from the beach anyways. Um, I grew up with my mom and my sister, and my mom was a single mom growing up, and then until probably when we were, what can I say, like pre-teen years, then my mom um, got married, and I, again, live with my parents now, so we have a really good bond, honestly. My mom and I just have really grown spiritually together, but um, 
wish my sister is also in another state, but you know, I have like two nieces, two nephews. I really adore. <laughs> they're, yes. you know, my, yeah, they're my light. And I'm very um, thankful that I have, you know, these kids with me um, in my life. And honestly with school, I grew up um, again, you know, just on that side. So I went to um, three schools that were all like just pretty close to each other, but I was living in Inglewood at the time. So this okay. was in like, Marina Del Rey so I wasn't supposed to be going to those schools but I asked mom, please mom like I need to go to these schools you know Venice mm. High School I wanted to go so um I graduated at Venice High School and my last oh. year of senior year yeah my last year of senior year I was in a police program so um mm. I don't know if I even told you Raina that I grew up like in um a police cat like cadet type of program from right, like right. yeah like from 13 to 18 so when I was 17, um, in my last year of Venice High School, I left Venice, even though I was still a, you know, a, a student there, I left okay. that school to continue at a police academy in Inglewood. So uh, I would wake up with that schedule. Uh, we would wake up so early, like 3 a.m. because I had to have my hair slicked back. We were all tired, you know, doing the little Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there until like 2 p.m. And then um, that was also to get our college credit. So mm. um, I got my first year of my AA and the criminal justice down. Um, I actually, you know, this is going to be really honest. I didn't finish school. <laughs> I didn't finish school, but I really ain't no did. Thing. Yeah, ain't no thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, man, I'm just so proud of like from that time and where I am now because throughout those years of just being in the cadet program, I learned physical training. I learned that that was actually something I was really good at. And I was mm. very shy at the time, you know, I was mm. very scared of everything. I was very sensitive to things, but mm. training was like always number one. And I was able to get like certifications for it. And um, I went to the Highway Patrol um, Police Academy up in um, uh, Sacramento and I got the awards there too. And wow. it was just something that was like always present, <laughs> always mm. present. I didn't start boxing until I was in ninth grade of high school. So okay. um, we went, you know, on our summer break and my mom gifted me like just, um, um, just time, like, you know, to go to a boxing gym and, you know, start like, oh. an intro class. So I loved it. I like fell in love right then and there. I loved the, wow. the instructor that was with me and just then on, you know, continued to box. And I thought it was very funny, you know, as I grew older to just see like, I didn't know the meaning of discipline. I didn't know the meaning of commitment or um, determination. Like that mm. was all that I was actually really like practicing so much as I started boxing because I was able to like go spar, you know, with like a lot of the guys in there. It was mostly guys. I've only sparred um, throughout my, like throughout my boxing career. It's been like three girls I've been able to spar compared to okay. many men. And, um, you know, all like taller than me, of course, I'm only five foot, but mm. uh, that's, it teaches you, <laughs> it, teaches, <laughs> you know, it teaches you to be humble, you know, you're mm. not always going to be the best fighter. You're not always going to have the best technique, best footwork, but you just got to go in there and do it, you know, mm. and um, not saying that, you know, when I started to train people, um, I tell them like, you can totally learn boxing. You don't have to fight. Right, <laughs> you right. Have to put your hands up, you know, and try to fight someone like it's really good to know. And it's such a great discipline because then you get to see your progression every week. And, you know, just like the technique of stuff, like you could just feel it flow better. And, you know, you're not so 
scared to like throw the punches anymore because people right. you know do get scared when they throw the um their punches on the mitts they're like I don't want to oh, hurt sure. you I'm like, that's right. why it's here I'm like I'm not really doing it <laughs> but, yeah like that's gonna protect you it's gonna help it's you gonna yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I think like that's something that stands out to me about you is like your discipline like you're a very disciplined yeah. person um Thanks. and hearing that it like kind of started from that young age mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Do you think like how do you think that's influenced like your training and like yeah so it influences my training like my physical training just with how can I say the fact that I can't do something one time if I want to learn a skill and I know I already have a skill down just saying like back lever or the speed bag that I hit at the beach if I have those skills and I, I hit it one time out of the week and then I can leave and then come back, that's not discipline. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of me just playing around with it. I had to learn to humble myself down and just be like, okay, well, a lot of people are being able to progress, you know, faster into their, um, the same skill, but they work harder than you. Not mm-hmm. saying that, you know, I'm like competing with them, but why do I feel like I'm on top here? Why do I feel like I should get all the glory? when really a lot of people are putting more hours than me you know mm. when I first started the speed bag um um I just did it constantly I was working at the boardwalk so I was just working at a food place at the time I was learning my friend from high school ended up teaching me and um, fell in love with that too I was always with the guys and you know I just they knew I was always there they knew I was mm. always always there and that headboard was so much taller than me so I'm like really reaching out. <laughs> And trying to get it, do the elbows like all the way. Right. But it, it was just constantly like going for it, like every day, mm-hmm. every day. When I uh, took a break, like you know, I was there. The guys at the um the restaurant were so cool. You know, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna go hit the bag, go hit the bag, then." You know, still the- and, and I'll go. Um, hit it really like late at night. So mm-hmm. I learned as I got older to this day, because, you know, life happens, you still have to continue work. You still have to take care of your responsibilities. Um, people are, are correct. And I understand we all don't want to make excuses, but then we do. And Mm. life keeps passing by so quick. These days, these hours come by so quick and you're just like, Oh my gosh, I wanted to have that training, you know? And then you, you start to shrink yourself down, you know? It comes with a lot of planning. You have to be graceful to yourself that you're able Mm -hmm. to do a lot of what you wanted to on your calendar, on your list. And if you don't get to that training that day, please show up the next day, you know, Mm -hmm. and just get yourself mentally prepared for it, you know, and we can't wait. This is my, my favorite that I've just learned, you know, more and more recently that you can't wait for the good day to train. You got to start now. I love mm. that saying, you've got to mm. start now, you got to do it, you know, so I hope that, you know, clarifies a lot. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, it's all about, like, consistency, and, like, being it able is. to, like, show up is what matters, like, even, I'm sure, like, there's days that you don't want to show up, and maybe it's not your best <laughs> session, but yeah. it's, like, the fact that you showed up, like, is a, is a point towards that, like, goal, I guess. It- to give yourself grace on that too when you just show up show Mm -hmm. up you know and I had one person when I was like recovering from my um 
injury, he was like, oh, you know, I, I know you want to go back into the gym. So I'm going to dare you to just clock in and then clock right back out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, you think I'm, everyone's going to watch me come in and then never come back like <laughs> for the day. And he's like, it's going to be 1% every day. Mm. So the next day you're going to clock mm. in, you're going to go stretch and then leave. I'm like, mm. wow. I had to start with that. That's wow. humbled. That was humbling to hear and to be, you know, just put into that accountability. So wow. that was funny. And now, you know, I'm good. <laughs> right, there. right. Now she's back. She's in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, that is like pretty, um, that's like pretty deep. It's like pretty insightful, really. <laughs> it's been a crazy um, few years. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I haven't, you know, I, how long have I known you now? Like a few years, oh which gosh, is crazy years. too. <laughs> three years, I think, more than three I years. think so too. I think yeah. so too, which is madness. Um, that's so cute. Oh, so cute. I love us. <laughs> um, and um, so I'm curious, like, that's obviously yeah. like the physical like mm-hmm. side um the discipline is a big piece yeah. of like, getting you closer to your goals have okay. you seen that kind of like seep over into other areas of your life at all absolutely 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 what I've learned is that life is really based all around your actions you you actually just posted atomic habits yeah. that was <laughs> that's the key one too but Everything is based around discipline. Everything's based around persistence, uh, determination, inspiration, influence, you know, and there's so many key words that we have in our life. And people always look at that other person that has maybe many of those qualities, but we're not all perfect. So they don't have everything, you know, but they look at that person and they're like, oh man, you know, I wish I could be that person. I wish I could do mm. what they're doing. I wish I could have that um, that skill that they have or, you know, um, the job that they have, man. Mm. And it's mm. something that really resonates with me often because as tough and, you know, you know, big dog that I feel in training, I know I shrink myself when it comes to work, when it comes to actual, like, finding where your passion is, how, what kind of income will you be making? Um mm. Like where your passions are, you know, when I first started my training, my um, physical training business, it was, yeah, like it was fun. It was cool. Like, oh yeah, I could like train all day, you know, and do that part because it comes easier. But what about the business side? Mm. I have no, I was uh, 21 when I started it and I don't know anything about business. You know, I, I put up the, um, make sure I have my name, you know, DBA and, you know, whatever, uh, sole proprietor I don't know nothing about it I didn't get to teach myself at that time to mm. continue to read about this continue to just ask more questions to people find more mentors to talk to because they will know what I need to find my accountability in daily mm. accountability is very important too um, because you can't do it alone I can't do my business alone I have to ask questions and make sure like you know I'm talking to the right people that um, and you know everyone's learning constantly um, but you have to really bring your pride down that's my biggest thing you know mm-hmm. really bring your pride down and just ask like you know I, I'm struggling right now like I don't know what the next move should be like or what should I start with now 
um, that can better my business, that I can actually be able to prospect better. So a lot of my, I've had many jobs. <laughs> I love to move around. Just to try yeah. things, you know? That's really- good. That's good. Everything <laughs> teaches you something, right? Like <laughs> Yes. And my last job was solar, um, solar, and uh, it was a commission-based job. The office itself, I was leaving, I, I left from the airport, which was only cabin cleaning. So um, it was just cleaning the plane and then you come out. The environment there was absolutely like devastating. It was oh. just crazy how many people were just so comfortable. That scared mm. me. It was like every day was like the same. Every day was the same. You guys are getting to my business the same day, you mm. know? And I'm like, well, like I just saw you yesterday. I just right. you, asked, you already know what's going on. <laughs> I, I'm always here with you, you know? Right, right, right. There was just so much like gossip and just so much like, it felt like hatred in there, you know? Mm-hmm. People were just so into their own um, or trying to be into their own, like everyone else's business. And right, um, right. it was just not an environment I knew I can grow in. So what I yeah. do, I like, took my, my books with me. I started to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I just needed some outlets there. And mm. People would come up to my little corner side and they're like, oh, what are you reading? Or why are you reading? Like, you forget that we don't need our phones sometimes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) know, I was writing like my goals. I was writing dreams. I was writing Mm. visions. Like Mm. I just knew I needed to get out, you know, and better myself. I had to improve myself more. So um, when I moved to the solar job, I had the office dream, like everyone was so hyped. Every, you know, I did, it felt like traumatizing. I was like, I don't know how to act around you guys. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait. All they talked about was discipline, the mm. persistence. You go work your hours, do your hours so you can see your progression. You know, mm. if you don't feel like going out one day, at least put one to two hours in, you know, because we were going door to door. And I was going door to door out here in South Central everyone was like oh you know you know like the people that I know personally outside of that job they were like oh no like it's so dangerous there you know I'm talking to the homeowners it's so dangerous you know you shouldn't be out here and that motivates you to be like no I'm gonna be out here then I'm gonna be out here when it's raining I'm gonna be out here when it's so windy when it is freezing when I forget my jacket because that's my fault you know right (laughs) but then you understand how to prepare better every time every Mm. day every Mm. day and oh my gosh, like that 1% daily is so true. And it just, you are where you are now because you put that 1% in daily. And right. I feel like there's just so much um, growth in that. It doesn't seem like a lot. It really doesn't. And it's not. Because right. you have to really be patient with yourself. And that's that's the hard one is patience, right? <laughs> right. Yes. absolutely we could all use some (laughs) yes we could all use patience with ourselves for sure (laughs) um another aspect that I'm hearing in that is you know making sure that you're surrounded by the right people Um, whether and I know that that's true for you like in a lot of the aspects of your life like with movement with career with spirituality with all that you know um that is like a big piece of like Mm -hmm. being able to be mentally okay. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it is because you want to grow where people are growing too. And this is what I've learned um, and what stuck with me from this job was that if you're going to hang out with a bum or you're, if you're going to hang out with bums, you'll be a bum. 
you know, mm-hmm. and this is not to even sound harsh or anything. Like I know my own mentality of what a bum is, you know, mm-hmm. but, and I was thinking of like, you know, beach bums. I'm like, man, I've been a beach bum all my life. I'm like, we love a beach bum, you know, <laughs> but it was, I was getting comfortable. I was getting too comfortable, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I've always had those conversations um, because, you know, in Venice, that was just what it was. You know, I talked to my mentor out there and um, someone who's already from Venice anyways. And we talked about it and he's like, no, I need you to get out. I need you to go. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need you to go. Like, you, you know, Venice gets you comfortable, right? Everything is handed to you. It's paradise daily, you know, mm-hmm. I've grown up even before calisthenics ever came to mind, you know, with that mindset already. When I was in high school, I would go often to the beach, you know, before school. Um, like before school, I would take two buses down because I was living in South Central. So two buses down to the beach. I would co- uh, polar plunge. I didn't even know what polar plunge was. Go, yet, girl. I, <laughs> yeah, I just went in the water. I had to wake up. And then I went to um, my first period, which was swim. Mm. And I just needed time alone and mm. then go. But then as I, you know, brought myself more and more into Venice, I stayed there. I made every attempt to be out in Venice. doesn't matter what my work schedule is. doesn't matter if my uh, manager said, no, you can't go. I'm going to go. Right, <laughs> you know, right. I'll leave early. I'm going to go. So I found myself, you know, strengthening in my physical uh, right. training, but I needed to get myself prepared to who I'm going to become you know mm. for the next years because ambition I I am very ambitious right it's like a perfectionist type of um characteristic which I'm not I I don't really love so often I don't love so mm. much because it I'm such a perfectionist of things that I don't want to touch it because I don't mm. want to mess it up I don't want to make mistakes on it Ugh. so that's your comfort that was yeah for the last like two years pretty much Mm, (laughs) yeah yeah that's real that's real like being afraid to touch something because you don't want to mess it up but it's like you know maybe you touching it is going to be the the push that it needs to perfect it you know (laughs) and people always say make your mistakes always And I'm just like, how? How do you just make your mistakes? What if I do this? What if I do that? They're like, then you'll learn. How am I going to learn? <laughs> right. Yeah. So have faith. Just have faith in yourself to where it's just like, you know what? No one can hurt me. No one's going to do anything to me. Let's see. And if it's not it, well, then cool. Now we know. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, hearing you talk about like making mistakes and yeah. like, you know, linking this podcast from like mm-hmm. to, to mental health and movement. Yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if there's like a mistake, a mistake that you've made, like, I don't know, maybe like physically or mentally mm-hmm. or something. And like, maybe the physical helped you heal, heal the mental or the mental helped you feel the, heal the physical. Does that yeah. question make sense? I love that. I do. Yeah. Um, let me just ponder. Yeah, <laughs> ponder on it. <laughs> I mean, many mistakes. Don't um, we all? Yeah. Right. So this is going to be really honest because it's sure. going to be more for my ladies, for my homies. Like it hurts as much as we don't want to say it hurts. It hurts. Mm. So when we want to get into relationships, when we want to, you know, we meet someone, we're excited, honeymoon phase something happens you know Mm -hmm. and then you give too much of yourself and then you don't you feel broken Mm. why does you know our goal is like low but what about that physical journey after 
you know mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is what I've learned that I've done with my physical training that whenever I got hurt by someone or you know it doesn't even have to be someone I wanted to get a relationship with it could be a friendship it could be you know um just life or you know something I was really ambitious for and then it just didn't turn out the way it is you become very depressed you shut yourself down um Mm -hmm. I shut myself down to where it was me laying in bed and that was it my mom knew something was totally wrong she was trying to have me come up and get up and do something and I felt like she was attacking me you know Mm -hmm. I did not give her grace that she was just trying to help me like um get out that funk you know for what was coming up like for months you know Mm -hmm. and um pretty much like there was some times where I said to myself I'm like I'm done being like this I am done being tired I'm done feeling so freaking lazy you know like what is this why did I let this person hurt me you know why would I let it affect me but then when I was still naive and you know like two three years ago younger um I wanted like the revenge body. I wanted like the revenge, like, oh, you did that to me? Say less. Cool. So I'm gonna do all these pull I'm gonna do all this, you know, like mm. the, the strength training and you're not gonna see anyone else like me. Mm. It is nothing like that. It is mm. absolutely nothing like that. Every move that you make today is gonna be for you. And it has to be only for you because <laughs> no one else cares. Mm. And that's like the straightest thing I can say because you're gonna have so much love, you know, when you're... um um, doing what you need to do and you know people see you in the gym often I just had someone tell me at the gym this morning um I like that I um am seeing you often here like I like it I like it you know but I mm. thought it, you know my little prideful self in the back of my head I'm like I am always here <laughs> you know <laughs> I thought you like it <laughs> right but, like it. <laughs> exactly but I needed to learn too that with your mentality and coming to your physical appearance and your um, how you're feeling inside and, you know, how your bodily um, functions are just going on. If it's positive or something's like off, you have to be kind to yourself. Mm. That's really big. Um, please remain positive. I know days are hard. Like it's so hard, more than the great days, more than the joyful days. But you want to find peace in everything you do. And that's what I've learned by just watching those people from like the rep competitions, from freestyle competitions. It's always the ones that are so quiet, so quiet. They don't get hyped by the music. And, you know, we get hyped. Mm, like, I yeah. know, we're like, turn up. so hyped. And then when I was in those competitions, I would be so disappointed in myself that I did not make that, like, that I didn't hit first place, that I didn't hit second. I'm always third, you know? Mm. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But I shut myself down. I mm. always did not let myself make mistakes. And that just made no sense at the time. And I'm still kind of, you know, in that mindset now, but I'm able to address it better to where if I keep like kicking off handstands and it just doesn't, um, it's not like going straight or it's not in the tuck. And I'm just like, ew, like, what are you doing? Like, it's ugly. And I'm like, <laughs> I had to remember that words cut, words hurt, you know, if you keep talking negative, negative to yourself and you keep saying yes, like the very basic, if you keep saying you can't, then you're going to not do it, you know, mm-hmm. and you won't be able to. So even if you don't believe it, say you can, put a little smile on your face <laughs> yes, <laughs> up and go on and continue. 
that's mm-hmm. like the best part about the physical with the mental mm-hmm. the mental with the physical because you gotta find your grounding in that moment you know I wake up with the gratitude but I had to remember to be grateful all day so mm-hmm. I had to remind myself in those you know moments that I can't throw the handstand I'm like okay well I'm still here I'm still present you know I'm right. present I am present I am you know grounded um, I get to have this gym. I am uh, surrounded by people that actually do um, acknowledge me, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like nice to be acknowledged. It's right. nice to acknowledge others too, you know, before someone comes up to you, something yeah. to remember, um, even if it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. Honestly, just, I just love it. I, I as I grow older, like that's all I want is calisthenics. All I want is mm. boxing. All I want is movement, you know, because mm. I see where I stopped, you know, for a month after my first amateur fight um, last year, <laughs> my first amateur fight last year. And um, I stopped, you know, I took a month off just because my, I was having so much pain in my sciatic and my um, knee that I just, once I got back into training, once I wanted to go back to the gym, it took so long to get back in the gym. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I, I started to scare myself. I'm like, no way. Like, why am I feeling like this? Why do I feel like when, you know, when I talk to other people or when I'm, you know, going to continue to train someone, they say like, oh, I don't feel like it today. I don't want to. I'm like, why, why? Just do it. I had that feeling too. And I'm just like, oh, it's ugly. Like I, mm-hmm. my body hurts because I have not been moving it. Your body. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, whew. Yeah. It, yeah. That's a journey in, in itself. It I feel like that like brings you back to that discipline conversation, really, where it's like even like if your body gets used to it, then eventually it'll come back. It's just you have to get back into that disciplined place, which exactly. is really hard when you stopped, like, you know, because of an injury or because of whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I think people need to remember because I've seen it. We've seen it, you know, from the guys at the beach when they get injured and we look at them like, like turn our back again and then they're on the bar again. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know, injured. But yeah. there's, there's something with injuries that, you know, some injuries have shut people down and then that's it. You mm-hmm. know, like that that's the end of their journey. Right. Others, we veil in that. They're like, okay, here's my injury. So I'm gonna go after and I'm a continuum. There's so much improvement after an injury. Like that's absolutely amazing to me. That's absolutely amazing how the body functions and right. how you can be. You all you need to do, and it sounds simple, but it's really not. <laughs> have that positive mindset. You know, be hopeful. Have that faith. Be in there. You know, be in the gym. Be wherever you need to. You know, or come up um, out of your bed. Do those push-ups, the the pull-ups, dips, whatever. Right. and just keep showing up every time mm-hmm. and see that happen and you know our our guys recover from like four to six months after an injury that seems like it could be two years right. so you got to surround yourself with people who have that mindset mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 ah uh, yes this is awesome though <laughs> thank you so much great. I'm like loving <laughs> here like uh, so great um so I asked you, or we talked a little bit about like struggles in movement and mental health. What about accomplishments? Is there anything that like you're really, yes, girl, come on, get that smile Uh, (laughs) Something, Um, yeah, so something that you're really proud of, that movement and movement 
and mentality mentality wise right I am so thankful for just the maturity level Mm -hmm. since I've started since I've started because the people that I was friends with at the time I started calisthenics um because this is like my biggest movement right now um when I was like 17 I started calisthenics so I was sensitive to the core I was Mm -hmm. sensitive I told everyone like oh yeah you could teach me but why would I still be very I was still like not the easiest to teach you know Mm -hmm. I was still very prideful at the time and um after one movement that I wanted to learn I didn't do it again because I'm like okay it didn't show up like how you guys did it (laughs) I didn't get myself any time to learn (laughs) absolutely not so my maturity level is what I'm proud of my biggest Mm -hmm. accomplishment um back lever once I saw Jaime uh JL Puma (laughs) (laughs) Once I saw this guy do his back lever, he like, you know, did it. He brought his hand, like jumped in the air, brought his hands closer and just held it there. I'm like, oh, I need to do it. And I did, you know, after like months and months, I actually did it on my, I was practicing a little bit and I was like, just playing around. I played on my headboard right here and usually oh. just something to be held up. Like I'm not supposed to be holding myself up on here. <laughs> right. I did it and... I was like, and I folded like, like this way. And I'm like, wait, what the heck? <laughs> Do it. So I recorded myself and I'm like, oh. I was like, I, I almost got it. And I was like, what the heck? So the next day, everyone was out there. That was when we all were starting, you know, when we were like so hyped and, you know, always coming out like daily. Right. And um, that day I had um, Sterling's woman, she recorded me you know, doing this back lever and it was going to be my first back lever ever. So I was so excited that day. The music was tight, you know, I, that little like, ah, ah. Coming, and I held it. Everyone started screaming and they were so Aww. happy. Yeah, I love that day. Absolutely. Like that's the core memory. And mm-hmm. I just posted on my story of um, my first handstand that I threw up in a freestyle competition. And I surprised myself that day too in San Diego um mm. Coronado Beach yeah hey. my little SD people <laughs> but man I handstands I know Mo I remember like when we first first met and you were like I hate handstands like I'm yes. never gonna do them like da, 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 da. Oh, and then like God. everyone got a little handstand kick and then like you're now you're just such a beast like what the heck <laughs> Thank you. That was so much hatred I had for handstands. You hated them. I hated them. I hated I never would have thought it would get to this point at all. At all. I had no faith. Thank you. There was so much doubt at that time, you know, in myself still. I still had so many insecurities at that time, Mm -hmm. too, that I saw everyone else, you know, like so aligned and, you know, at at peace with it. And I'm like, I'm not getting it. I'm frustrated. I'm mm. going to stay on the wall forever, you know, and no, it, I was tired of just hearing that of myself too. You know, I get annoyed <laughs> by myself a lot. <laughs> I really do. And, uh, it was, I don't even remember like the first time I was off the, the wall, but I know just yeah. continuously, like, and I was staying in Hawaii too with my sister. So I was okay. throwing handstands up there still. So I'm like, okay, well, it's something that I want to do. Cool. Right. And, um, um what I liked about handstands 
was the stacking that feeling of just like oh mm. that's my favorite people are, can stay there and you know they can zone out like that's mm. cool too I can find that zone too um but the stack of it is just like oh man this tuck feels all compressed and I'm just so happy <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here it's cool um yeah I love that and maybe one more pull-ups pull-ups mm. are my thing Pull-ups yes, yes. Yeah. go check Mo out because her pull-ups are crazy <laughs> pull-ups I've actually learned I think when I was boxing around that mm. time I was just doing them I don't think I really it you know I didn't know about bands yet so I didn't do chin-ups because I was like that doesn't seem right <laughs> you know I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was very macho at the time too I'm like I'm not gonna do chin-ups I'm gonna do pull-ups like the real one you know so I just knew how to do them already but I didn't have like the yeah I didn't have the number yet um probably did like three at that time when I was Mm -hmm. like just in the boxing gym like for four hours four or five hours yeah crazy after school just be there or summertime I was like there almost the whole day right but um those are my favorite those are my favorite skills accomplished Uh, yeah and they're all like so amazing to watch I just think your your strength really shines through your movement you know I appreciate that yeah of course (laughs) um oh no yay (laughs) I'm so like happy right now yeah me too yeah this is like a really great conversation and it's nice to hear like your mindset and your mental your mentality and you know even like seeing your growth in, you know, because I've known you, yeah, a few years now and just like seeing growth in that way is like really awesome. And you're still young, you know, (laughs) you're still so young. I'm being rushed. No, not at all. I think, yeah, I'm excited to see what you accomplish because yeah, you are a very hard worker. So I love you. Thank you so much. Um, so as we like start to wrap this up, um, we're going to bring it to a close. Is there anything that you like, anything else that you want to say, anything that you would want to say to somebody maybe who's like struggling with mental health or like trying to struggle with their own fitness journey? Like what is there anything you want to say? Yeah. Um, with mental health, I promise you, I have came a long way from, literally like my mom you know as I was maybe five five years old I was still not really speaking there was something that like just really restricted me I was very quiet for a long time I know a lot of people as adults too are very quiet at this time too um there will be a time that that will pass there has to be there has to be and I really believe and this is out of my heart because I was there um where it was just, you couldn't, again, tell me nothing. I would cry over everything because I felt mm-hmm. like I was always doing something wrong. You're, that will pass, but you have to find what can help you. If it has to be ther- therapy to open up, let, you know, and I, this is actually something that I've just heard too. Like, this is another reminder again. Um, vul- vulnerability is your biggest power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely because we live in a very prideful world. We live in a very hurtful, um, very hurtful world that I am a part of too. And I have hurt people recently. I've hurt our friends, you know, and uh, 
I don't want to cry. But oh, it's a, no. <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah. No, <laughs> vulnerability. It's a power. It's a power. <laughs> but um, I am just a weird crier. <laughs> Same. But, uh, <laughs> I'll cry with you if you want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've heard, you know, just some people because I believed that like, okay, well, you don't believe the same thing I do. Well, then, I, you know, we can't mm-hmm. do this, you know, but there was times where, I, you know, even that, that recently that I had to be honest with myself and just remember that I just was not happy often because I felt like I was very liked from a lot of people and I feel like I couldn't disappoint anyone. There is no room to disappoint anyone. And you know what? Not everyone is going to be for you. And I've had those relationships of friends before too, that I just, I dropped them and then I moved on. But like, I thought that they would be okay without me, you know? Mm. I thought that would be good if I just left, you know? And some people were actually hurt by that, you know? And that's one of my biggest regrets. And I Mm. hope no one else does that. Just please, um, Just find it. <laughs> just find it in your heart to just apologize to this person. Please put it on yourself to where it's like, you know, this is not serving me anymore. Please be honest and find that that's where confidence is built. That's where cur- um, courage is built. It's not always built in the good times. It's not always mm-hmm. built on those good training days. It's going to be on the hard days the most. And those are the days we have to face often and that's where for me that's where I'm still learning (laughs) this is not something that I just came up with and I'm like okay we're good now you know (laughs) I I made I had those situations and I can't go back because it is my past now but now I know for the next people that are going to be in my next chapters and my next season that I won't do that too you know Mm. and um you know because I wouldn't want to be felt abandoned you know that's where my mentality shut down so much you know I always mm-hmm. felt very abandoned and um I didn't know about um love from my from my biological father before but right. because I had so much spirituality and just like more um acceptance of God and Jesus Christ last year that mm-hmm. I was able to step out in my faith and restore that relationship with my dad and now we're able to talk and now we're able to, you know, it, it was, that was hard. That was very uncomfortable. <laughs> There's wow. so many things that are uncomfortable and whatever stops you, please find maybe books to read. I really love reading and um, Atomic Habits is a great one. And you just want more personal, personal, vulnerable um, stories that actually relate to you and mm-hmm. see how that person overcame it. You know, Mm. we're always wanting to overcome something in life, but we have to be patient with the timing too, because that's what I had to learn that I want to do everything. I needed to fix all of this stuff, maybe one day, you know, but no, it's never like that. And I just had to, that's when people say like, go with the flow, dude, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I am the current. Don't you understand? (laughs) Exactly. I got in the rain before the storm. (laughs) Last one. When the storm in your life is just going on and, you know, maybe you're not progressing in your training, maybe you're not progressing in your workplace or um, your, your business, your personal business. 
and you feel like so much is happening even in your personal situation or you know family and it feels like this and it's going crazy just be that one little dove in all of that that just sits there and lets the storm happen and it will continue to pass after and you'll still be staying standing mm-hmm. you'll be just fine you made it through other other moments of life that may have taken you down financially may have like shut you down for a long time but guess what you're still up and for some reason you're watching this right now so let's get it let's let's find this gratitude and you know get them gains for real (laughs) yes yes find the gratitude get the gains oh no oh my gosh thank you so much I love you so much (laughs) this was so good yeah I love you and I appreciate you coming on and yeah, sharing your journey and being vulnerable. And yeah, I think uh, your words can help a lot of people. So thank you. I'm glad. (laughs) Very inspired by Venice people, Bay Area, San Diego, New York, maybe Central America somewhere in there. Shout it out. Shout it out. (laughs) And yeah, we good out here. Love it. Yay. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mo. Um, Love you. uh, Yeah. If anybody wants to give her a follow, she's Mm going to be, you know, her profile's LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn to this. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, reps. She's dope. She's an amazing mover. Awesome human. Um, Yeah. So sweet. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the What Moves Us podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe for more, and check out my website at reinamovement.com, R-E-I-N-A movement.com. Thank you.